There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen, and my law firm Brown & Crouppen sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown & Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. Jackson. The Ryan Kelly Morning After, 1057 HD2. Working for the weekend. Do it. It's Ryan Kelly Morning After, 9 o'clock hour. Doug, weekend is here. And uh, I think we're all going to be bad little boy sluts this weekend. Are you really going to go um, slutting around? I'm picking up like 80, 90 bucks worth of alcohol after this. We're going to have a fun little weekend here, so oh, yeah. I'll make it rowdy. Holes may be tightening or loosening. Now, will you pitch the tent or you leave that for your gal pal? It'll take about five minutes. But we're tent pros. We've had that tent for a while. So. That's not the issue. Fine flat ground, Doug. That's the key? Flat ground close to the river? Key. Is that right, really? Oh, yeah. Look at you. Yeah. It would be hard to pitch a tent on an uneven ground. So if you had a, an earth straw, do you know what those are? No. Any... Oh, it's like a felching straw. Yeah, well, I don't know what that is, so I don't want to say yeah, yeah guaranteed. Yeah, don't, don't ask. <laughs> it's the same thing. But yeah. you can stick, like, this straw. It's a big, thick straw, probably this big, I would say. Girthy. About a foot. Yeah, and, and it's, it filters any kind of water that you have. Like, if you're in a river, you know, obviously... You, you just drink the river water? water? Suck it up, you and it filters... Right out of the river? It has, like, a four or five filter process in the straw, so you could take your dirty river water. You can't obviously do it with salt water and ocean water because... It just does not happen. You can, yeah. boil you can do it for rivers, lakes. You can, I mean, you can boil the water, but this is just, drink right if you're out, out the there, river. you can drink right out of the river. People pooping in there and everything. Oh, Bill's fecal matter. You oh. definitely don't want to think about that when going skank. face diving into a river <laughs> right at the edge of the bank. Oh, but. Well, the poop just makes parasites, and that's what's parasitic. Nice. Things are in the water. So if you have, like iodine, you usually kill it too. But Pauly's right about these straws. It's I've amazing. It on, I've seen it on Dual Survivors. Survival. That was when they There's... first got big. Was when they were doing the survival show. Where do you get these straws? Anywhere you Bass can get them at Bass like... Pro. You can get them at Camping World. You can do, I mean, REI. That must be expensive. That's a pretty Costco. Handy little... No, no, they're twenty-five, thirty bucks. Really? They're the best tool ever to camp. And you can drink out of any water. Other we than take salt. water, but like in a in a pinch, it's fantastic. It's great, yeah. But I, I like going to the Black Rivers. You see turtles and snakes. The Who's All, you're going to see just a bunch of walruses laying on a beach. Oh, is that right? Sunbathing walruses. There's got to be turtles. Oh, they go, walruses, Doug. they go away on the weekends when those Hoosiers grow up. That's what it is. Oh, they, yeah, there's no animals inside. We used to go there once a year. Um, there was a guy I went to high school with, Suntrup. And he would have a pig roast every year at the Who's All. <laughs> they bring two big-ass pigs. That sounds good. put them on a spigot. And just spick it, turn it around, and we'd have two big 
pigs at the Huzao. Mm. They put an it, apple in the pig's mouth. Yeah, okay, it, thank it you, Doug. Apple, yeah. Is that strictly for aesthetics, or is there some sort of flavoring palette <laughs> nice that I question. don't know what nice it does? Nice question. Because is it worth actually, once you get it on the spigot and tied down, is it worth bringing a whole package of apples just to put one in a pig's mouth? Somebody told me, and it could be wrong. I don't know. I didn't check it. Um, <laughs> but somebody told me they put the apple in there before they kill it, and then the pig is eating an apple. It's happy. And you kill it. If you if you kill any animal that's stressed while you're killing it, it sees a knife or something and it starts getting stressed out, it affects the meat. Iggy is one million percent correct on this. Mm-hmm. So they put an Great apple in insight. it before you kill it, and it's, oh, I got a nice apple, ah, ping, and you're dead. But you're not stressed out, so the meat is tender. He is very much so correct. Now, I don't know about the apple. How would it change the meat if it's just one second of being oh, stressed? Oh, it, 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 Jackson, it does. It tenses up, so it's more tough. Doesn't last as long. I'm, it is a real thing. That that I can confirm. Iggy is very accurate. Yeah, maybe we'll do a segment here. You learn something every day from Iggy. And I'll, right. I'll give you a little tidbit every day. There and nothing, and I mean nothing, can filter out the jack-in-the-box spotted brown eels deposited in the Hoosaw by the rural fats on their luxury family vacation. Doug, that's from yeah. Carlos Spicy. Weird. What you're really doing is getting the mental thing at it. Like it's not going to taste like copper. It's going to taste like water. The, how much it filters. I don't know. It seems like it would be an absolute last resort. Like, you're going to die if you don't drink out of this river. That's That's what I'm saying. Like, we bring water. Like, th- this is a put it in your... Ba- I mean, it's small. You put oh. it in your backpack, and if S goes down, and your canoe flips, and all your, your you know, your perishable items and water float down the river, you, you still have your straw. It, it's a worst-case scenario. It's not, oh, I don't need the bottle of water. I have this straw that I'm going to dunk my face into this river. Oh. Not typically what you want to use. No. What a great tool to have, You should Doug. always have it, Doug, when you're out and about. Absolutely. That in a pocket. If you night. get stranded. Two things. I think you can go three weeks without food. You can only go three days without water. So if, say you get stranded somewhere and you get you have that thing in your car, well, we can drink this lake water because I have this uh, filter straw. Are uh, these more of these scientific facts you're going to lay on us every day? No, Iggy <laughs> disagreeing with me. Pepper and Genie reunited. No, actually, I, I'm a big fan of uh, Joe Teddy and... Joe Teddy. Who wants to be Joe Teddy? That cannot be his. That can't be the last name. Yeah, Joe Teddy. Who is it? He was on Dual Survivors. I think it's Dual Survival. (laughs) I always call it Survivors. (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I got it. And I learned a lot. I learned how to make a. uh, God, what's it called? Where you make a. Take sticks and you make a shelter. Building a house. Yeah, there's a name. There's a name for it. A hut. No. You know what I learned on Castaway is using, like, the big, long tree, like, you cut tree bark and use that inner tree bark as, like, your your rope. Like your cordage, yeah. Yeah, that that actually works well, too, because it's water, because obviously trees are filled with water. You can tie the sticks together. Tie the sticks together with that sort of equipment. This, you got all this from Joe Teddy. It's called a lean to. Lean to. Who is this Teddy? I'm going to save you guys. Whenever the sales team does create this... TMA float trip because it will eventually happen. I will oh, take. Doug and I aren't available that way. I will I take mean, the hit. I will be lead on this. I will do You'll it be all. By yourself, yeah. I, yeah, that's fine. But I think that'll be a rowdy good time. Uh, pigs are big dumb animals. You butcher ten pigs. The last couple might be a little wary of the guy with the gun, but I promise you, pigs don't get stressed. That's from Scott's Wrinkled Ballsack. I don't huh. think they're dumb. I've always heard they're smart. The meat stress is real. Wink when you're getting trying to grab it and kill it. I've, I've never done that. They go crazy. See, we used to oil pigs up at fairs, and it would be like a, a contest. Are these the animals or your girlfriends? It, it, it's, 
Well, you just yeah, got, well you just Doug, got, the, the pigs were more expensive. You just got canceled, buddy. No, you didn't. That was great. Um, and it would be different age brackets, and it would be a fun little kid thing. So there would be sure. a huge pen. Parents are surrounding it. Yeah. There's, like, money. P- part of the raffle goes to that, so the kids win a few hundred bucks, and you get to keep the pig. Right. But, yeah, they are crazy when they know they're stressed. They they're really smart, aren't they? they oh, they're so guy. smart. Family guy. I think they got the greased-up deaf guy. Yeah. And you have that, to catch him. And it's the same process. It's really hard to catch a greased-up pig. Now, Arnold Ziffel was quite intelligent on Green Acres, the pig that they had as a pet on Green Acres. I don't know if I knew that. Arnold Ziffel was his name, the what was, pig. What was the owner's name, Fred? Uh, Fred Ziffel? By Eddie Albert. Uh, I don't know. Fred Ziffel. But it was a very smart pig. I've always been led to believe pigs are intelligent. Arnold like, Ziffel, like, pig. Like a dog, intelligent. And they're cute as a button. Yeah. They're it's absolutely cute as a button. It's unfortunate that they they're taste so good. They're so good. You like, know. pork is the best. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just can't stress enough how much I love pork. Uh, the Swing Haven board member is active, sending in pictures of his wife in Key West, which is always nice, Doug, when the listeners send in their wives. Right, they should. <laughs> uh, and he says, boys, the text the good Mrs. Doctor sent doesn't mean no play. She just wants to make sure they know the boundaries. The doctor's wife is still in play. Thanks, Swinghaven board member. Oh, well, if you this can... goes back to caller Buzz and his trip up I-55 mm-hmm. to Chicago for the Morgan Wallen concert, uh, and uh, in what seems to be a live situation in which the Finger Queen is looking to engage in sapphic play. Yeah, it seemed that way. And perhaps the doctor is looking to enter Buzz. Oh. Uh-huh. Because he sent him a topless picture. Yeah. Unsolicited. The menstrual thing is like, oh, we're now going to take dominance and we're going to control this whole thing. That's what that was. That's what that was about. Yeah. We're going to take it at our speed. Scott's wrinkled ball sack literally grew up on a hog farm. Words of wisdom he's spitting. That's from Hammer and Hank. Hank Aaron? Could be. Who grew up on a pig farm? Scott's wrinkled ball sack. And he doesn't think the making gets tough when it's stressed out? Uh, no, I think his take was that pigs are dumb. Oh. Well, most animals are. <laughs> well, dogs aren't dumb. I said most. I didn't say all. Yeah. Mm. But I have had always heard that pigs were... Excitement or fighting prior to slaughter produces lactic acid breakdown of your glycosin. This results in the meat having lower pH, lighter color, reduced water, binding capacity, and possibly tougher meat. Mm. Plowsy, come on up this winter when we butcher and you can be part of the process. It's from Scott's Wrinkled Balls. I've seen no it, offense. done it, been a part of it. Is that right? You've friend. done some butchering? I've seen it and done it all. And we, we in, in high school, we would have to take an ag class. It was mandatory to take an ag class. Typically, you took it your freshman year, and you're watching slaughter videos. Oh, That's the God. Thing. You're, you're touring slaughterhouses. You as a, yeah, like you're, It was a huge thing. I mean, farming is a huge thing in the community, so it's normal there. It wasn't as it was still grotesque for a lot of people, but it's, it's more normal to show and teach that in a rural community as opposed to St. Louis City, you know, slew high and probably not showing slaughter videos. No, because those people have like careers that they're gonna have. Right. <laughs> you know, how do they kill the pigs? Well, they do the the bolt gun now, and I don't want to yeah. get into it, but that's just all you need to know. Okay. Well, that's quick. Meat is meat, and it's fantastic, and it's just how you got to get it. So. Sucks, but everything eats everything. Think about that. Everything eats everything. You know, you know what birds eat unless I throw bread out for them. They mainly eat ants. I'm telling you though, if you you know what ants eat, 
when birds die, they eat the bird. So they pretty much eat each other. And it, and sort the of, hunting... Well, this is yet another fact, another day-to-day scientific And the fact. hunting aspect is crucial on. for... I mean, if you don't hunt white-tailed deer, they're pretty much going to take over the world in about they 25 would? or 30 years. Oh, they would be in, they'd be in your yard, they'd be in the streets, it would be every, they'd be everywhere. So you got to... You know, it's not cruel. It's just kind of animal population control, I guess would be the thing. I guess. I had a girl, I'm not going to give a name, because she used to be a TV person. Oh, no. Um, I used to follow her on Instagram. And she used to put corn out to feed deer in her backyard. They would Uh come from the woods, and they would come to her backyard to eat deer, or eat the corn. And I just responded one day. I said, it's it's cute to watch, because deer are cute animals. Oh, yeah. People think it's cool, but you really shouldn't feed the deer corn, because... If you stop feeding it, they're going to look for that, and then they won't know what to eat. So you really shouldn't feed the deer corn. She told me to F off and then block me. Block him, she said. <laughs> I was just giving her some advice. F off and block me. Well. said, no wonder you're not on TV anymore. That personality. Oh. I saw there was a story where a first-time homebuyer found, like, 30 snakes in their wall. Can you, would you ever buy a house after that? Yeah, I'd live in the wild now where there are no snakes. I live in the wall. At least maybe not 30 around you. Found 30 in the wall. Yeah. What, what did they hear slithering going on? I don't they know found what. One? The, I don't know what. They, I think they found one and just did your normal first time home buyer thing where you get everything checked out. And you'd I move do out. They found you, out. You'd say, that's it. I'm out of here. Oh, you wouldn't. You would burn. I, I would personally burn the house. Yeah. Yeah, and then move. But that's, that's wild. And then in Arizona, we have people out there that's like scorpions are like their version of like mice. You know, oh, yeah, like how sometimes there's a kind of a mice infestation, a lot of city houses. I'd still rather deal with a scorpion than a snake. I could, at least, I could at least keep my wits about me and get something to smash it. With a snake, I'd be paralyzed in fear. I don't like things that can move super quick, side to side, front, but I do not like... Yeah, the whole slithering thing really makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, but I mean, you could handle easily a scorpion. Uh, that, that, I'd be scared. That's a, just a squish it, and you're it's done. You just got to see it. It's the ones you don't see that sting you. Scorpion's a little big for squish. Yeah, I don't like know if, they, if you want if the they squish get in your, factor. If they get in your shoe or somehow in your bed or something, in furniture, and you sit on them, that's how you... It's kind of like spiders. That's usually how you get it stung. Yeah, but you can see a snake. Maybe. Oh, they're sneaky. Lousy. They might be under leaves or... By the firewood or in your yard or something. You're you know, not I, expecting it. I played with a fantastic random yesterday at Riverside. Great old guy, about 50, I'm maybe 60, 65 years old. And he talked about he grew up in Texas and he would talk about the golf courses out there, other dog tracks. Yeah. But he also said, like, some of them had to close down for months on end because of absolute rattlesnake, timber oh, snake. Like, oh. I'm thinking, is it even worth trying to go find your ball in areas like no, that? Like, no. God, it sounds miserable. I'm, there's courses in Arizona where they tell you not to. You'd have where to there's put signs your, that say, if you hit it off the fairway, don't. don't said you put your club in, like, a little brush, and you'd hear the rattle. Yeah, it's to, like, to, to try to find that. a dollar-and-a-half golf ball. Where if it bit you, your life could be in jeopardy. You're hours away from done. It could be. Your clubhouse has to have an anti-venom. I'm never playing that country club. Why can't we get rid of these serpents? Why isn't there an all-out effort to get rid of the ones that try to hurt us? I mean, we're mad at deer for wandering into our yard and eating corn, and yet we're okay with snakes that want to kill us? I'm not mad. It's, it's not good for the deer. That's all I said. I don't know if we talked about it yes, yet, but uh, sad news. The submarine yesterday, wasn't that awful? 
You hate oh, to yeah. hear the sad ending because I was really hoping for a, a last second like recovery, like a you know, really cool storybook style movie moment. I saw all kinds of means making fun of it. I don't get it. Looking for a laugh. I mean, these people just died. I don't know what people the entertainment is. I mean, it, I mean, it wasn't even official and people were making fun of it. Yeah, it's stupid. That's cold. Doesn't it sound like it happened like right when they got to the bottom? Like an hour and 45 minutes in it happened, so they went like those two days with really searching and thought they heard something when there's really nothing. In terms of like scenarios, that's probably the one you would hope happened though. Death in millisecond. You know, obviously worst case scenarios are going to happen, but like I think the slowly losing oxygen may sound like being buried alive moment. Like that is terrifying. Could be, yeah. So. Yeah, it it imploded. I'm sure it ended just almost instantly. Less than a second, they say. Really? 0.4% of a second. How about that? And that wouldn't even know it. You wouldn't even. wouldn't even know what happened. No, you're the pressure. I mean, you're done. But this, ha- at least the, the bright side of that, this has to end these privatized explorations of, like, underwater things. Am I correct on that? We're, we're done with the whole... Certainly more safety will have to be involved. I, Maybe by supply and demand. I don't know how you're going to get anybody to go back down there and, and do it. It's like the cruise ship malfunctions. It's like, how are you going to get people back on cruise ships? This yeah. is kind of a... Well, they got over that. Well, yeah, I'm just saying this is a more niche yeah. market, too. But so. with this, how are you going to convince people? No, really, this one's safe. we got an upgraded... Uh, video game controller to drive this one. I mean, I think it would be cool to see the Titanic, but when I saw, there was a guy, uh, God, I don't know how many years ago it was, that uh, he went down, he was an ABC scientific reporter, and they asked him to go down and film it for Good Morning America. Yeah. And he was showing the video, this is this is the one that got caught in the propeller for like an hour. And he said, I didn't think we were coming out. And the, the guy driving it, the cat, the pilot was so calm, he was just saying nothing. And then finally it got off the propeller and started going up. But he's showing video. This thing is only eight feet wide and nine feet long with five people. You can't stand up. Yeah. This guy's looking out. He goes, oh, look, there's a propeller. And he's laying on his side looking out this little peephole. I mean, God, for 10 hours doing that? Can it really be that cool to see a shipwreck? Well, I think it's... It's iconic, but I, I couldn't. Care. I couldn't do it with those those quarters, those cramped quarters, five people in that little bitty thing, and you're laying down and scrunched down to look at a little peephole. It's not like they got big windows in there. No, I see, I'm with that. the dude that you know that's a famous shipwrecker in Bermuda because it's beautiful waters. You can see it. There's no. To me, a shipwreck at that depth, the way what you have to do to be able to just to see it doesn't seem like it's worth it. Like the cool little shipwrecks there off the islands, you know, you kind of yeah. have reefs growing around it with turtles. Only maybe a couple hundred feet down because they hit a rock or Correct. something. Correct. Much yeah. rather explore that, even though there's nothing in it, than 13,000 feet, yeah. complete pitch black, pressure that'll kill you in a millisecond. That's terrifying. Not doing that. No. Well, you don't have to. And save $250,000. The New York Post this morning, Doug, has screenshots shared by a gentleman who uh, Stockton Ray, who was the uh, the head of OceanGate, uh, was trying to sell him on going on a uh, a trip to see the Titanic. Uh, he's the OceanGate CEO, and uh, Stockton Rush. I apologize. Yeah, Stockton he was Ray. driving it, right? He was the one driving. That's it. correct. Uh, and said, I am meeting this afternoon with a couple interested in Mission 2. Any progress on joining us this year and likely dates? And the gentleman, who is a Las Vegas 
real estate uh, mogul, said, My son's friend researched what could go wrong and put a little scare in him. I'm trying to talk him down. He's excited to go, but concerned about the danger. And then the Ocean Gate CEO responded by saying, I'm happy to have a video call with him. Curious what the uninformed would say the danger is and whether it's real or imagined. And the gentleman said he researched the marine life at that depth and perceived threats to the vessel. A sperm whale attacks the sub or a giant squid grabs it and compromises the hull. Really stupid stuff. Then the CEO responded, yeah, very stupid. The pressure is over 100 million pounds. No sperm whale or squid is ever going to be able to mess with the sub. While there's obviously risk, it's way safer than flying in a helicopter or even scuba diving. There hasn't been even an injury in 35 years in a non-military sub. I'll send an email with what happened when a swordfish attacked Alvin. Um, So that was a screenshot that is in the New York Post this morning of him trying to sell this gentleman on it. Well, you never know what, what might happen mechanically, just... You know, things no, break down all the time. All kinds of vehicles and vessels and spaceships. No one saw the Challenger accident coming. There hadn't been an accident like that in decades, and yet stuff happens. And when it happens down there, you have no chance to survive it. It's amazing that in four days, what was it, four days total? There were 90... We were looking for four days. I mean, it was a worldwide phenomenon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Now the sad thing is that because it's thirteen thousand feet, just like the Titanic, uh, their parents can't, their their loved ones can't bury them, can't bring them back up. I mean, no, you're not, not even sure left. where it's at. Yeah, I, I. Well, it's thirteen. That's right next. It was sixteen hundred feet from the propeller. Is where it happened. So, I mean, you can't bring those people back up. You know, if there was no you human remains there, you couldn't bring them back up. No. Yeah, very sad. Yeah, I'm. I'm Sure, that'll put an end to that industry. The brawler types were out yesterday on the pin wishing the sub had 1,000 billionaires on it. You know because yep. a billionaire's wealth is directly related to them being abject failures in life. Eat the rich, eat my ass. Oh, like, what did I just read? I don't know. Some Greg Odin stuff. Well, I thought that's what you were talking about, Doug. That's what I was referring to. Like, people I saw were many literary... memes there of people laughing about it and how funny. And it's, just a, it's a shame this guy wasn't on it. Or, you know, the yeah. He just died. It's wild, like, whatever you feel like, it's wild to say. on t- Twitter's crazy. Like, people don't even care what they put on there yeah, anymore. I know. But, yes, that was there quite often. And then talking about how they were woke, so they didn't hire the right color people. It's just all uh, just, just awful. Yeah, it was sad. I didn't see the press conference, but I saw a release on CNN on my Twitter feed. And they got talking about what they thought happened. Well, I'm glad Ryan Kelly didn't have anything to do with that because he, what he wants to do is make sure that the home buying process goes smoothly for you. If you're looking for a mortgage, if you're thinking of buying a home this year, the process not as complicated as you think with the home loan expert. They make the pre-approval process easy. Get pre-approved today, the day you call in, and they'll also provide a lower rate with a 10-day closing guarantee. Their customer first approach to mortgages is what separates them from the competition. They will walk you through all your options and provide expert guidance at every step, ensuring that your loan closes as quickly and smoothly as possible. Or if you're looking to refinance, Ryan Kelly's the perfect guy to go to with inflation here. 
People are taking on more debt than ever. If you're a homeowner, leverage that equity. Put the equity in your home to work for you with a simple cash-out refi. Maybe pay off those insane credit card debts. The rates are now over 24%. You don't need that. Ryan Kelly can put you on the path to better financial situations if you can refinance. And if you're a homeowner, you can. That money's sitting there. It's yours. You might as well use it to pay off that credit card debt. That's the home loan expert, Ryan Kelly. Thank you, Ryan Kelly. Thank you, Sir Mortgage. There it is. And Glenn Betts Jewelers in business in St. Louis since 1941, operated by the third and fourth generation of the Betts family. The Glenn Betts difference is you are served personally. You're not sold. Glenn Betts Jewelers develops relationships through generations of your family, too. They get to know your likes, your lifestyle, and who and what you love. The three L's. GlennBettsJewelers.com. Located one mile east of 270 on Manchester into Pear. In the jewelry business, there is good. There is better and then there is bets the bets family passion for serving their customers has been passed down from generation to generation it's glenn bets jewelers online at glennbetsjewelers.com and while you're there probably think about it uh he's got a leg up on the competition denzel doug do you say denzel saggers washington saggers oh big saggers was tired of being rejected by women because of his height prompting him to undergo leg-lengthening surgery. For just over $81,000, the bachelor ditched his short king status, and now he's towering at near six feet tall, and he feels like a, quote, new man. How tall was he before? I don't know. I haven't said that. I feel like that's an important fun fact. Let's see where he he is. It's not not said in the article. $81,000? How much would you have to grow... Before it'd be worth eighty-one thousand dollars to you. I'm and trying to you... see. It doesn't say where he. Oh, he gained five inches. I guess. Oh. So he was five seven. No. Yeah. And now he's six foot. Right. Uh, all my life, I struggled with viewing myself as a small person, and no matter what I did to change it, I always felt the same. He told the Post in an email. Limb lengthening gave me the opportunity to change my life and the way I perceive life as a whole. As a teen, he was rejected by his crush because he was, quote, too short and too young for her. Mm. Uh, I held on to that and would always consider my height before approaching women, which would often cause me to miss out on opportunities. Sigers, who described his younger self as timid and reserved, once feared being judged and even refused to join school sports teams due to his small stature. For years, Sigers researched how to add some height to his frame, but to no avail until he stumbled upon a procedure that would later change his life. Limb lengthening surgery seemed like a viable option, and he booked his appointment immediately. I had no particular inspiration, but I just knew I wanted to recreate my body and my mind. And what better way than by increasing my height and getting in great shape? So, Doug, he's now six feet tall, and here is a picture of him before the surgery, standing next to this cute gentleman with a nice little goatee. Yeah. And now after the surgery, and now he's looking down on that gentleman. Fun to see. Well, wouldn't it change the proportion of your body if your legs were abnormally long? Wouldn't your arms then be out of proportion and it look like you had legs that were too tall for your trunk? But then you'd be a leggy blonde. Right. Uh, well, Try to show off those gams. I guess. And where, where do you go to pay for this is this leg lengthening leg lengthening surgery uh he underwent six surgeries God. it involved cutting the bone in half inserting a rod and attaching external fixators that when turned lengthen the bone over 90 days at the end of the 90 days when you reach your desired height which is a maximum of four inches on the upper leg and three inches on the lower leg 
the external fixator is removed and the internal rod is left in place. Doug sets a potential seven inches. Yeah. When the new bone is finally grown in, the rod is removed, but that could take up to a year. His recovery has been very smooth with the introduction of physiotherapy to learn how to walk again, which he has now done twice. Well, and there's a makes... guy. There's a guy taking him from behind. <laughs> oh, that's what it came to. That's physical therapy, is what that is. Uh, uh, that sounds that doesn't make sense to me. I mean, to each their own. But yeah, whatever people need to do to feel better about themselves, sure. power to you. I mean, sure. I get Botox, and you know, if you got wrinkles or crow's feet, you want to do something about that. But to go through two, two different times, you have to get physical therapy and six surgeries, and to get five inches on you. Look, I can look down on you now. Well, if it meant that I mean, much, if you can't get a if you can't get a broad at five five, then you know you're not you're going to the wrong place. No, it sounds like we're at the chairman of the board's place in Hoboken. <laughs> really Come on, you can get a broad at five five. Just find a smaller girl. Well, it was obviously messing with his head. I dated some girls that were five one, five foot. But this guy didn't. He just didn't want to be five foot seven. Uh-huh. I mean, for the rest of us, don't care. Nobody cares if if you're short or if you're tall, except that that person. And if it bothers him and there's something he could do about it, power to it. Must have some cash if he can throw around 80 well, real quick. He looks like a younger guy, too. Yeah. yeah, two surgeries, and you got to go buy new, all new clothes. Put it on your credit card. Then to do that just to have a four-inch penis, too. Like, that's, the, that's the whole <laughs> riff of it. Yeah, he went back to that girl, and she goes, well, it really isn't your height. It says you got a micro-ween. He has a micro-ween. That wasn't in this one. I want you something about that. It wasn't the... Take some skin said, off the I back said, of your leg and make a penis. I said you're not big enough. I was talking <laughs> about you. Skin graft? I wonder if there'll be people who want to be basketball players say, gee, I oh, should nice. use another oh, six inches like, of height. Like, don't people are getting drafted? Those those are probably the frailest. Yeah, I don't know how, uh, how good the strength is going to be. Yeah, they're, no, you, maybe you'll be able to walk, but no way you'll be able to go side-to-side like, movements. Wemby should take another five inches and become almost eight feet tall. Yeah. Or if you could just put him down in the paint, it'd be one be perpendicular tough. with the, yeah. the hoop. One time, Tim goes on a one-year vacation, comes back, he's 6'3". Can you imagine? I'll just hang out at Napoli. That's hey, where I'll buddy, do the show buddy. from. Yeah. Can you imagine being that guy that refuses? Legs, though. You refuse to admit that you had any surgery done. You just walk in four inches taller and just act like it was Gross all part. you. Yeah, yeah I just want to like feel like walking on still. <laughs> I feel like there's a uh, there's an actress, Jackson, or maybe a singer, uh-huh. who it's very obvious has had work done, but just is insistent. That she's not. Is anybody aware of who I'm talking about? What kind of work? Facial. Meg Ryan? No, does she she can't deny Madonna. J Law? Uh, Jennifer Lawrence? Madonna looks like a completely different person. Oh, yeah. God, have you seen I those pictures back to back with Roseanne where it said who would have thought at one point Roseanne yeah. would be more attractive than Madonna? What is it? <laughs> Zellweger? Tori Spelling? Marlo Thomas doesn't look like her old self. Bella Hadid, so Ariana Grande. Wasn't it Meg Ryan had so much stuff done, he didn't even know it was her? Oh, Kendall Jenner went the one that said she had nothing done. And she looks like a completely different human uh, being from four years ago. Yeah. Well, she's grown up. I think she's with Bad Bunny now. Chrissy Teigen, Katy Perry, Kim Kardashian, Kardashian J-Lo, used to be with Deepak. Megan Fox. Those are the celebrities who have refused that they've gotten plastic surgery. Jennifer Aniston. God, who is it? Emily Ratajkowski. Well, if she's had work done, Jennifer Aniston, it's she's got a great surgeon because. Oh, I think she's up, up front about it. Yeah, but she's I mean, just yeah, but, but it's tell. it's done so well. That's the yeah. thing. Yeah, you gotta. I don't know. We, y'all got the same kind of money. You know, I'm sure that Meg Ryan doesn't have less money than Jennifer Lawrence. Maybe she does, but you can all you're all living in the same place. 
how can one look so good and it doesn't look like she had anything done? The other one looked like she's from Madame Madame Clouseau's House of Wax. Different facial structures, I'm sure, handle it differently. Jennifer Lawrence is on a press tour for a new movie, and she Mm -hmm. looks outstanding. But she does look a little different, I would say. She's not even 30 yet, is she? Oh, she's over 30, yeah. The Hunger Games movie came out. Barely. Like, Jennifer Lawrence. I'm going to say 34. I'm going to say 34 as well. 32. Bill, Bill, Bill. Right. Yeah, well, I wouldn't think she'd need any work at all at 32. No, I, and I'm not saying she did. She just looks really good, and it, it was just a little different. But yeah. also, she's getting, you know, with age, you get a little different. A six-foot dude with a 36-inch inseam is going to look like a lady. That's from Greg Oden Stovepipe. Well, I, I, have the, I mean, I have the body of a Kate Moss. 30 inches is yeah. normal for six feet. Yeah. 30 to 32 or 34. Not normal in today's society. If you're not a 44. 44? It's yeah, a, well, we're I'm talking, talking inseam. That's length of the pants. Oh, length? Yeah, inseam. Oh, I thought you meant width. That would be... <laughs> no, I think the inseam is from the thigh to the... Bill's thigh. To the bottom of the pants. From the inside of the thigh to the bottom of the pants. It's not the length because the length was you go from the waist down to the end. Inseam is just, I think, from the crotch area there. Right, but that's like how we measure length in pants. Inner thigh. At Six Flags, there is at least 10 to 20 people that, if arrested, would need multiple handcuffs attached to each other. Because there's no handcuffs. Big risk. Big risk. Big risk. Huh. You see a lot of people with leg extensions at Six Flags? I don't think they have leg extension money. 80 grand, you said, Tim? 81 grand is what Dinell Siggs paid. And if that with post-op, too, the... Got some physical therapy coming. You got, you, yeah, you got to be able to move those things. At some point, unless you play basketball, you don't want to be any taller, right? If you're not a basketball player, I don't think you want to be over 6'4". Yeah, my buddy's 6'6". Six, six. He played college basketball, but he's like, now that I'm not playing basketball, it's just kind of a pain in the Who's ass. Who's that, oatmeal? Yeah. No, my buddy Mark. He, uh, Mark? What kind of friend is that? <laughs> Sorry, I'm not going to give the full name or anything. But yeah, you better give him a nickname. He's been like one of my closest friends forever, and he's really, really good at basketball. He's, he's six six, so it's like he's like, yeah. Now that I'm not, I'm done playing basketball. It's just like <laughs> tough to get places and stuff. And yeah, like, I bet. Not a lot of leg room ever. Tough to find clothes, and beds aren't long enough, and chairs bed, aren't That's a big enough. thing too. Is bed. He, oh, all is his right? feet hang over the like every yeah. normal like hotel bed. His feet are going to hang over. Airplane it. seats aren't big enough. Right. Yeah, I like. Uh, I'm happy being what I'm here, five seven and a half, five eight, whatever I am. Have you thought about leg extension? <laughs> no, I like this. I like this length. Because you could get some broads. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this dude, if he can spend any one thousand dollars on surgery, just God, go get a hooker. Doug, there you oh. go. That's that's the solution. You could hire so many. How hookers. many could you get? Well, depending on if you want a hundred dollar hooker. Hundred dollars. That's probably life. not a lot. <laughs> <laughs> probably not a great one. Yeah, half and half. I'm not saying. All right, let's just say a, a real expensive hooker, 500 bucks. All right, well, you can get... Uh, Would that be an expensive one? Well, that'd be 1000 so you can get 160 of them. Say so you only have sex twice a year. I mean, you're pretty much set for life. Huh. Well, did you offer him this advice before he went through this uh, painful surgery? If you'd asked me, I would have. I said, listen, Saggers. I wonder if his daughter told him that. <laughs> Go get a hooker. His doctor, I mean. <laughs> you can get a hooker and save some money. Yeah. I'm obligated as we a physician could, to tell you. We could help you, sure, but I suggest you go to the east side. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Design Air Heating and Cooling Email of the Day. Just to clarify, Jelly Rolls at Del Mar Hall. Jay Jr. saw an Elvis impersonator at Del Mar Gardens. That's from Morgan Whalen. Yeah, I, I corrected myself. Thank you. 
Morgan Whalen. Chairman Steve in the Wild West. Chairman Steve. As she spelunked my tight boy cavity with her witchy finger, I found myself wondering, do other men have to deal with this? She assured me it's completely normal. A gal entering her man was high society. It was exclusive. It was VIP. And then she brought up going to a solo cup concert six hours away featuring a guy that looks like Plowsy's slightly more attractive cousin. She has a thing for patchy beards, skinny eyes, and mediocre musical prowess. She informed me that I may have to let another gentleman enter me while she plays in the corner. That's how we could get these tickets. That was how I could show my love for her. That's how I could get her excited. Buzz, we wish you the best of luck, but this is quite clearly going to end up looking more like a Pulp Fiction pawn shop than a romantic weekend of exploration. Jesus. That's from Danny Tanner. Danny Tanner. This flew under the radar because of the hoopla created when Marlon Wayans wisely tried to avoid making an appearance in your dirty little janitor's closet. Oh, God. <laughs> but let's circle back to yesterday when Ken said he's sexually attracted to Troy Aikman in the midst of his bizarre hot take that star high school athletes are usually the best-looking boys. I don't attracted to Troy Aikman. You don't think he's good-looking? There's something wrong with you. In a vacuum, this can be shaken off as the wild music of a confused old man who wanders in and out of the studio like a homeless drifter. But when we add up all the overly homoerotic things he's admitted to over the years, a pattern starts to develop. For example, being sexually attracted to Green Day's Billy Joe Armstrong, dreaming of being intimate with Adam Scott, being sexually attracted to Robert Smith from The Cure, getting cozy with Chase Richards in a hot tub, having a boy crush on Min Woo Lee, the brief obsession with SGO Kai, nearly accepting spread your legs guys offered a French kiss plowsy for a measly $600. Do I need to continue? Are you starting to get the picture? Go back and listen to damn near any episode of Pepper and Genie, and you'll hear the president of the Ken Earhart fan club admit to stuff that would make the guys from Queer Eye for the Straight Guy blush. When we put all those puzzle pieces together, I think we can start to build a case that Iggy is bi-curious at the very least, and that's fine. Who cares? Certainly not me. After all that, though, I still think the most questionable thing about this heavy-breathing hummingbird enthusiast is the fact that he folded pocket aces pre-flop. Thanks, that's from the JV Golf Coach. JV Golf Coach. You don't care, but you sent an email in about it. I don't know, maybe I'm... I'm kind of shocked I've never been with a man. <laughs> well, you off. were, you were with Chase Richards in a hot tub. I really dove into that. Many one. opportunities. <laughs> Our top story, Kobe Brown is the first four-year Mizzou player taken in the first round of the NBA draft since Anthony Peeler in 1994. Linus Klaza might have stuck around for the full four years if he hadn't been cocked, allegedly, by the current coach of the Atlanta Hawks with the great hair. Tip of the cap to the youngest guy on the show by a healthy margin who calls himself Daddy for putting his foot down and bringing back the drops of the week. Loved the callback to the Abbott and Costello confusion over Pavlov's dog, but I wish you'd have included Iggy asking if Amy Robach was part of that Sears Roebuck thing. I know we were all disappointed that there is no secret plan was never played at a trial because we had to slay that dragon, but I think there's a high probability that part of today's show will one day be played in a courtroom. The only question is whether it's a divorce court, a murder trial, or an eviction proceeding as DeWitt sends his loudest critic packing for using his apartment to solicit hand play during a Morgan Whalen concert, a la when Doug's big channel got plowsy evicted during Mardi Gras. Mm-hmm. Well, that happened. I'd like to nominate the Finger Queen for Milan Gro Tequila Listener of the Month. Few callers have said more with less. <laughs> 
Yes, it gives her pause that male doctor sent her husband a topless photo. Oh, by the way, the doctor's girlfriend disclosed to the finger queen that she's leaking oil. Finger Queen also confirmed that she's been with a woman. She'll put out for choice tickets and seems to be okay with her husband having his hole penetrated by another man. Sporting AF. Have fun camping this weekend, Plowsy. Good luck keeping that baby rabbit out of your shrubs. Oh. That's from Buck Swamp. Buck Swamp. Nice little email. And that's Buck. what we have for the Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day. Oh, I don't know. I don't have a strong feeling today. <laughs> I guess I'll go JV Golf Coach. Uh, I got to go with what I thought was the best, and none of them were really good. It's been a pretty piss poor week for emails. Hey, come on. Uh, I'm gonna, I'll go with Buck Swope. Buck Swope is one the designer. Yeah. Email today, and I believe he has clinched the bunt of Jude. He clinched before. He before, clinched it. He clinched before it. the email even started because Kevin Miller, Brian, Hitch, right Jimmy in. Strong, like Stan right What a month for Buck. Is he gonna win a Milagro Tequila Lister of the Month? Would he be back to back? He That'd won in May. Oh my God. A lot of tequila for him. Buck Swope. Well, there's a couple more days for someone to make a charge. You Things feel are... like Caller Buzz might get it <clears throat> or no, the Finger Queen? No, I took Natty Nate one phone call. <laughs> if, if Buzz has a big weekend, I could see I could see a strong push. A lot oh, of listeners true. think Buzz is making it up, though. I don't well, think they he think, is. They think they make, we make it like the listeners make up everything they say. So what are you going to do? Yeah. I think I make everything up. If if Buzz has got a good story from his Chicago trip, yeah, he's he's lying. What do you think's really going to happen there? I think they're going to sleep together. The whole the whole lot of them. Like it'll be an orgy, but the one's got the little red fire truck. Right. Yeah, she might have to. She can foreplay. Yeah, she, she could go brown. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Forty eight hours, but um. Well, how long is that going to last? I mean, she when did she text the picture? She, oh, she texted so? a picture of it. Wow. Well, I mean, yeah. sent Very the, graphic. Sent the text. Did we ask uh, Miss Fingers if she brought any strap-ons? Oh! You're going to have to with the... I mean, you can just make do with what you got. Right. I think there'll be a strap-on. A moisturizer or something. Oh. Yeah. Doug, it's a big weekend. And, and this is what we're speculating about. Someone <laughs> makes up a story, sends it to us, and we spend days discussing it. Now, who's going to take the strap-on? I don't know, but I think there'll be a strap-on involved. I feel like Buzz is the favorite, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. yeah he, he likes it. Well, he says he just likes getting primed there. <laughs> And I, under, I, I guess I can understand that. Have you been primed? No, no. But, you know, we don't kink shame here. Right, I no, do. I didn't. I, I definitely do. <laughs> so if Jackson just said he gets primed, you would kink I shame? I don't even know what that means. <laughs> well, you know, just like a little tester. Throw, yeah, like a little two-foot putt. <laughs> yeah, you just throw it in there and see how you're feeling that day. And then, you know, well, maybe things that. develop. I mean, Why not? Primed, you know, kiss on the neck or you know, a little foreplay, not... You know, stick a finger in my. Well, I can butt. get people going. Oh! I get some people going. Be a pleasure area for some. Well, if that's the case, then I think he's taking a strappy. Ah! Who's gonna pay him? Oh, the good doctor. <laughs> Seems like a waste. Of no, he's I already think... sent his nudes. Well, uh, first of all, I think the uh, doctor's girlfriend or wife will want to do that to um, the finger fingers. Queen? But if she doesn't do it, I'm sure he's gonna be sporting, and he'll take it. Good for him. How can you be sure of that? Well, that's just when the made-up story, I think, will involve that. Oh. Probably. Huh. Well, he's probably halfway or more to Chicago by now. He said he's getting there at 10.08. Yeah, he's got a very specific arrival time. They must have left at like 5 o'clock in the morning. Uh, Jackson, you're taking heat from the Hunchback of On Castle about the podcast. Jackson, we can update the podcast. You just look at the NBA draft coverage. I saw the podcast was up. Uh, Yeah, so... 
I, I, I mean, they were uploaded on my end, so I Yeah, I saw, I saw them in my podcast feed. Only so much I can do, Hunchback of Von Castle, who I appreciate. He's a great listener, so uh, mm-hmm. I want to... Yeah, he's a that. real person. Uh, the first two segments are up and loaded, so don't know what to tell you. Uh, if you have any more issues, feel free to shoot me an email. You can head down the hallway with us for Balloon Party. Yeah. Get the Little Piddles Friday Six Shooter. Pew, 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 pew. Uh, so that's coming up. Plus, we're giving away four tickets to the Cardinals and Astros for the Budweiser Bud Bash Cardinals and Astros this Tuesday, Doug. It's Mark Witten bobblehead night. World Series preview, too. Mm-hmm. Wonder what Probably. I would think so. Hard-hitting Mark Witten. Yeah, what do you think he is, Doug? How old do you think he is? I'll guess 59. Oh, gosh. I don't think he's that old, is he? Mark Witten. When he play? 56. Eight? Is he? I'm surprised he's that old. 56. Four home runs, September 7th, 1993. Boy, Four home runs. Boy, he had an arm. Holy smokes. Why he did throw he ever? Right field. And he kind of short-armed it, too. He didn't have a normal throwing motion, but good Lord, he could throw. So he had 105 career home runs. Really? That's it? So Four t- of them in one day. Yeah. How do so you do? that be? Four? 4.8%. Yeah. 4.8% of his home runs were hit in one game. Wow, 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 wow. Hunchback of Old Castle says, I got nothing on Spotify, baby. Come um, on, Jackson. Just upload it. I, I, it, it is uploaded. Like, it feels like you're bogarting. So here's here I'll, I'll just give a little lowdown quickly here. Ooh, if some lowdown. If it's up on Apple, if it's up on TMASTL.com and stuff, that means I've done everything I can do on my end. If something with Spotify isn't working right or, you know, insert podcast platform here, mm-hmm. then that might be an issue on their end. And also on Spotify, I have both the first two segments up and loaded. So I don't know. Okay. I don't want to say, like, oh, user error, because that, like, sounds like an excuse, but, like, I do think that it might be something on there. Uh, Buddha says it's all good here on Spotify. That's what I'm getting, too, so. I don't Spotify know. is fine on my end, KG No-Town. Yeah. Well, the Hunchback just feels like you're uh, dropping the ball. I like the Hunchback a lot, so I want to make sure that they get the podcast. It's yeah. a good problem to have. Amen. Well, uh, we'll work on it, but we got Balloon Party first, Doug. It's presented to you by Munganass, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota. It's right down the hallway. Yeah. Uh, they won't be happy with us, and I just know it going in. But maybe we'll make them happy today. because happy of the, because the Cardinals didn't play last night? You can't talk about Jackson's going to weave in some Kobe Brown, and that's going to be problematic. Are you going to talk NBA draft? What well, is a bigger local sports story right this second than Kobe Brown being drafted? In the I see draft. it's in the six-shooter. Anything the Cardinals right. do. The Cardinals haven't done anything in a day That's and still a, half. a bigger story than Kobe Brown getting drafted. Hater. Yeah, you would say it. You're a beaker. That's why you say that. Ah! You want Grady Dick talk. Uh, Hunchback of on Castle has issued an apology. He says it's fixed. All now. good. You don't need to apologize if you couldn't find it. I would understand your concern. All right. All right, Isn't it about to be replayed anyway on this same radio station? Yeah, but people want to be able to uh, go to spots that they haven't listened yet. Yeah. You know, you always want to make it available. Always. And isn't the skeleton, is the skeleton changed? We met about it in May. And not yet, no. Huh. We met about it in May. All right, well, I'll follow up on that. Uh, time for us to shut it down. Jackson and I are going to go head down the hallway to 101 ESPN for Balloon Party, presented by Munganess, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota for the Plowhawk. For Action Jackson, for Kenneth Higgins, Strode, for my brother Kevin, for Douglas Vaughn, up to McCurdy, the spin, Ryan Kelly, morning after, from the Michelob Ultra Studios.